happy 100. This is a milestone. It was a goal and now it's a reality and you are the one who encourages it by listening, by sharing it with your friends, by writing such wonderful and insightful reviews. They show you get it. You do. And that makes me so happy. I watch the numbers, you know. I see you out there. And as those numbers climb and climb, so do my spirits. Thank you so much. Quickly, before we get on with today's episode, episode 100, yes, I am going to keep saying that, I wanted to tell you a few things. First, I want to let you know that this is the last episode in season one of the Accidental Farm podcast. I think 100 is good enough for a first season, don't you? While the dailies will stop for a little while, a bonus episode will pop up here and there. And hopefully you can also catch up with any episodes that you missed along the way. The full picture is so good. Next month, I will release some new episodes of my other podcast, Talk Farm to Me. So come on over there to hear the amazing stories of on-purpose farmers. And as always, your reviews to help celebrate 100 episodes, for example, are so appreciated. So keep them coming. So what do I tell you that could be special enough for the 100th episode? I have been thinking about that since the 50th. That one was the Peppermint Jenny, about going to the equine rescue farm in search of a companion for lonely little Murphy. It was a good one. And an amazing experience that had a tremendous impact on the farm. It was a bold step on my part and a necessary one too. I hope you had a chance to listen to that one and the lead-up for Murphy and how it all turned out for him. He deserves the best, that bratty little donkey. I thought for today I would talk to you about regret and hope and perfection, okay? I have always loved animals. I dreamed of becoming a veterinarian when I was young, until I realized it was more about death in some ways than life. My young self could not bear to face that so often. I think it was a good decision for me. I never thought that I would have a little farm. It was not a goal. It was not a plan. I would have been happy with a small garden and a lot of free time, and I would have admired farmers for all the work that they do. I still do admire them, maybe even more than I ever could have before becoming the steward of my own funny little farm. Do I regret having this farm? Honestly, sometimes. I feel like I should tell you the truth. You are here and you have heard 99 stories. All true. Why stop now? That feeling of regret happens when Clover is limping for some unknown reason, probably from horsing around in the pasture with Murphy. And one of the goats has a sore where she scratched herself with her horns. And the chicken coop door is broken and the winter ice is overtaking my very well-cobbled-together systems, and then a chicken dies or a predator lurks. Sometimes it's a lot. And I think about the impossible possibility of a magic wand or a cute little nose wiggle that could put it all back into a genie bottle, and I think, what if? The other truth is that I am into it too deep to have regrets. This farm is a part of me. The animals who live here are my friends. 
They are sweet and bratty, weird and annoying. They push me around and are super demanding. They make a mess in their houses and know I am the only one who will clean it up. And I do, faithfully. I am better because of this little farm. I'm closer to nature. I am closer to some very important universal truth where life and death hang in the balance together. The rest of my life did not seem that way to me before the accidental farm. The farm brings you reality and hope that tomorrow the sun will rise and linger just long enough over the pasture to warm the donkeys just so, that Clover's leg will heal and she will go back to kicking up her heels. There's also something about a newly cleaned set of stalls and a fully stocked feed room that exudes strength. And the sore muscle feeling you get from doing all of that real work is so gratifying. It connects your body to the bodies of the animals in the barnyard. Having a little farm and starting it from scratch helps you realize that you can do anything. And also that you don't have to do certain things that you don't want to do anymore. I think the farm has taught me to say yes to the unexpected and no to the unwanted. I hope you feel all of this from listening to the 99 episodes before this one. I also hope you realize that this little farm that happened 100% by accident all those years ago is just perfect. Not perfection, not picture perfect, but weirdly perfect in a crooked kind of homemade way. Perfect is what you embrace as perfect. And this little accidental farm is made even better by having you here on it, with me, listening to its stories, being a part of its history, inspiring it to go on. You make its unique perfection better. And so, my friends, this concludes the first 100 episodes of the Accidental Farm podcast and what I am now calling Season 1. New episodes will come after a break. Murphy and I are going to take stock of where we are and what else needs to be shared. There's so much. And because I know that 100 is a lot and that you have probably missed some, this is your time to catch up. It's worth it, I promise. The whole is way more powerful than the sum of its parts. Life is like that, you know? Thank you to you so much. I look forward to being back together with you here soon. And if you are looking for more from me sooner than that, I am bringing back new episodes of the interview-based podcast Talk Firm to Me. Fresh episodes next month. Stay tuned. XO. XO.